0: And they might go, oh, but oh, that's, that might take me two or three hours, and that's a lot of work. I go, yeah, but you could be miserable for the next 10 years if you don't do it. Like, it's, it's you know, it's a big payoff if you do it. And they're like, yeah, I suppose so.
1: Welcome to Graduate Compass. The podcast for graduates who haven't quite figured out what their next step is going to be. Paul Murphy, you are very welcome to the Graduate Compass podcast. People who are listening, if they haven't heard of you, um, I'm hoping by the end of this chat that they will go in by your book because your book is a really interesting resource. And I hope you don't want me saying it sort of has a very similar ethos to, to this podcast in terms of kind of looking at career options. Before we talk about the book, can you just introduce yourself and give us a little bit about your background?
0: Yeah, sure. Thanks, Kean and thanks for having me on. Uh, so I have worked in finance for the last 15 years. I did uh, commerce in Galway University in Ireland, and then I've worked for Reuters and Eurostar and GlaxoSmithKline in kind of business, finance, project management type roles, and then... I guess, yeah, I wrote this book in 2018 interviewing 100 people my age. So I'm 35 now, and at the time I was 32, and I didn't really like finance. So I guess maybe some of your listeners or your graduates might be the same. They did something for their degree, and then they get out working into the world and find, oh, I'm not really a fan of this, or this is boring, or... And I felt like that with finance, and then I... I knew a lot of my friends were similar, you know, they might have been nurses or doctors or lawyers or engineers and kind of what they thought their engineering or law career would be was very different when they got out working as a lawyer, an engineer, a doctor. And so I knew this was a bit of an issue and there was a bit of a, you know, graduates coming out. It was a bit of a change from what they thought their careers would be. So I interviewed 100 people. And yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, well, I thought engineering would be different. I thought law would be different. I just did it because it, you know, paid well. Yeah, so it's very interesting to hear kind of people's perspectives. Yeah. And the book is called A, a Thousand Years of Exper-
1: uh, Career Advice, I should say, sorry. What made you want to put it as a book? Most people, when they have career questions or, or doubts or whatever, just go in, you know, do something privately. But you decided this was going to be a big project, make it a book. Can you talk us through why you wanted to do that?
0: Yeah, great question. Um, I guess maybe you're the same. I started listening to podcasts in like, I think, 2016 or something. And, uh, you know, all these entrepreneurs and millionaires, they go, you know, oh, they're very inspirational, some of these podcasts. And then I was doing this nine to five finance job, which I didn't really like. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? And then I was like, well, you know, am I going to be proud of any of this when I'm 40 or 50 or 60? I was like, probably not, working for big companies, you know, like I was like, what am I doing? And so one of the things I thought I could try and have a stab at is a book and I'd be like, oh, it'd be cool. I'd be proud to have written a book. And yeah, I I I came across that idea. And yeah, I just said instead of interviewing, I think, five or ten, which would be a bit rubbish, I was like, okay, a hundred will be something, and there's a bit of a ring to it. And yeah, I just I just did it, I I guess that's how it evolved, and I think I'd be a bit introverted, so, you know, the thought of a podcast, and even now, gosh, it'd scare me to death, you know, so, like, I can just hide, write a book, and just get it out there, yeah. It's interesting, though, because cause the, the, the book
1: is so comprehensive, you know, it's it's such, um, it, it's more like a reference book in terms of like a careers reference book that you can kind of, you can pick out the bits you're interested in and, and you, you you really break down ways of approaching things at kind of at the start and, and at the end in terms of being able to look back in different areas. It's a very methodical approach this is what I'm trying to say to it.
0: What made you want to style it in that way? I think I put down the answers, or the, sorry, the questions that I think are really important. So I think if you're a listener, a graduate now listening to this, I think, you know, maybe people prioritize money or prestigiousness of the company or, you know, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer. But for me, after 10 years working and for all of my friends who are early 30s, there's way more important things. So, you know, how many hours do you do? Like lawyers can do 80 hours a, a week and they're miserable. I can tell you five of them of my friends who do that. And doctors, same. Doctors is hardcore, you know. So the, the questions I put down, you know, what's it really like? How many hours do you do? What are the things you like about your career the last 10 years? What are the things you hate? What are the people like? Do you have much fun? You know, can you travel? um can you do you have to work in big cities or can you go out into the countryside a lot of my friends they work in finance or they work for companies and uh, not so much now i guess with covid but before they were kind of like well i have to work in you know liverpool or london or dublin whereas you know a lot of people want to move to the countryside and just have a nice life so i think there's a big questions that you need to figure out as a person in your 20s you know Like, will I like what I spend 40 hours a week doing or am I just doing it to earn money? Because one of the things as you progress in your career, you tend to earn a bit more money. So, you know, try and figure out what really makes you happy and then do that stuff. And then money will look after itself because you'll be good at it and you love going to work every day. I think a lot of people in my generation, they did things for superficial purposes because they, you know, wanted to be a certain position or get promotions or money. And then they hit 30 and they're a bit kind of miserable. You know, they're really in the rat race. They don't like what they do. So I'd really encourage 20 year olds to kind of not focus on money so much, focus on your experience, the type of companies you work for, the type of people you work with. And if you work for fantastic companies, get great experience, bolster your skills, then you'll be massively employable when you're 30. I wouldn't go chasing promotions and chasing an extra 5,000 pounds or 2,000 pounds or 10,000 pounds. Really focus on your skills and being happy. That was one of the big themes in the book. Um, Don't overthink your career. Just as long as you're enjoying yourself and learning, that's all, that's all that matters. And it's so true. It sounds like this was a bit of a self, um, this
1: was a path of self-discovery that, you know, as you were writing this, uh, that you were almost trying to answer some of your own questions is kind of how the impression I get I get across. So how, how different were you at the end of writing it than you were at the start?
0: Um, I guess that's a mantra that I keep in mind every day. You know, as long as you're learning and enjoying yourself, That's all that matters, you know, because I was a guy I was like, oh, don't like this. You know, how am I going to enjoy my career when I'm 35, 40, 50? Do you know what I mean? Whereas, you know, that's kind of like wasted energy. Just kind of take maybe the next role or look for the next role. Will you enjoy it? Will you learn? Will you be more employable at the end of it? Whereas a lot of people in their 20s, they were, you know, they they just took maybe jobs for the wrong reasons or they did careers because their friends did it or their parents wanted them to do it, you know? So that's a big thing I keep in mind every day because I tend to kind of maybe think five years ahead or 10 years ahead. And really, you know, it doesn't matter. Just as long as you're kind of enjoying yourself and learning. I interview quite a lot of people in their 50s because I'm like, um, you know, has your career perspective changed? And I interviewed a guy the other day who's like um, SVP of finance, which is just before a CFO. And he said, you know what? If I don't make CFO, it doesn't matter. You know, as long as I'm kind of enjoying my job in the present, not worrying about the future, you know, I'm not worrying about how much I have my pension, how much I'm earning, you know, as long as I'm kind of enjoying it, that's all that matters. You know, and I think people yeah they tend to worry whereas you know i i think it's kind of wasted energy that was a big thing in the book a lot of people looked back on their 20s and they said you know what if i'd had my time again i just wouldn't have kind of stressed out about my career as much you know it all works out you know i have food on the table i have a i have a roof over my head as long as you enjoy what you're what you're doing and i think when you're a graduate you know, you you do worry about like whether you're on the right path. Your friends might be earning more money. Your parents might want you to do something, but just really focus on enjoying what you do every day, and the rest will look after itself.
1: And and that was that was one thing that struck me a couple of times in in a couple of the interviews you had, where the people who were in a quite good jobs, and you you'd said to them. Hey, did you know you always wanted to be here? And they said, like, no, I had no idea. I just kind of, like, went with the flow and saw what happened. And I I have to admit myself, I was quite amazed at how high up they got without even really planning to get there. And there's not really a question with that, but I was just wondering if if, if, if that surprised you.
0: No, no, I think, like, the vast majority of the 100, that's, that's what happens, you know. You, uh, I remember one uh, girl I interviewed, she did the same as me a commerce degree and she went she just applied randomly for a few jobs when she was 21 the first interview she got she it was a fund management company and she got the job and now, like she never left that maybe she's worked for two different fund management companies but she's 32 at the time of the book and she was this vice president of fund management you know and she hated what she did every day But she she earned money now, and she didn't want to go back and start over. And it was as simple as she had no clue what she wanted to do when she's 21. She got this interview, and then that dictated (laughs) like half of her career. And that's just one example. You know, um, I can think of loads of people who did things because they wanted to, they did a master's because they wanted to stay in university. Then that led them down a certain path. They did things because their friends were doing it. They did things because they got an internship, you know. So so I really would recommend people research different career paths because chances are you will start in something and you'll try and get a promotion, then try and get another promotion. And after six or eight years, you're kind of that thing, you know. You're stuck as an accountant or a lawyer. or And it's very hard once you get into your 30s it's very hard to kind of pivot and change because they look at you and they'll go, oh, Paul Murphy, your finance, you know, and like, it's very hard to kind of get out of that uh, genre, or pigeonholing. But in your 20s, you can do different jobs and nobody really bats an eyelid. They're like, oh, good for you. You got different skills and experience. But in your 30s, they'll go, hmm, well, you're hopping around a bit. Why should I give you this job? You might just quit and take another random job. So so that's another thing I would really try and get across to your listeners. In your 20s, now is the time to take risks. You know, you don't have a mortgage. You don't, um, you're not getting married. You're not trying to figure, plan your life out with someone else. You don't have kids. But in your 20s, you can do whatever you want, really. You can go, maybe not in COVID times, but you could, previous COVID, go abroad, You can work for startups, big companies, small companies. You know, you can chop and change and you can figure out what you like. Whereas um, in your 30s, it gets tougher. So that's what I would say, try and get as much skills and as much varied experience and exposure to different um, companies and different people. And then after maybe three or four different roles in your 20s, You kind of understand what you like and maybe what you should do in your 30s. Whereas I know a lot of people who maybe worked for big firms as a lawyer for six, seven, eight years in their 20s, and they know they've no experience of anything else. You know, they've no clue. So how do they know, you know, what they should maybe try? So, yeah, really try and get as much varied skills and experience in your 20s as possible. And and it's interesting because I don't know if you know, if you
1: if come across the the speaker Eric Thomas um if you ever uh, if you ever interested in a bit of mo- he's a motivational speaker he's quite an interesting man but he he talks a lot about about the, about the process and how people don't have enough love for what they do they they want the goal they want the end result they want that you know that final place but they don't want they're not in love with the work. So it was really refreshing to hear you know when you mentioned a few minutes ago but that, that gentleman who was the CFO that, that he that he was okay with not getting to it because he loved the job and I think that that's definitely something that um it, it's a message that maybe needs to get out a bit more on the, on the um uh, I was amazed at some of the stuff that came up in the book because um you know I'm always encouraging graduates and students to, to research their areas and, and research you know different things that can affect their careers and all that and just as more more on kind of more of the um a so slightly different side you you know you were talking to one gentleman who who was um uh, over in peru and i said it was on business and i thought it was really interesting where he was talking about the corruption in peru and how this affected his day-to-day work and and it was there was and i was kind of reading it going where do we get to, where, where do we go from you know careers education to the corruption in per, per, peru and it made me realize how much outside influences can really affect our careers without us um i suppose maybe talking about that very much did you find that a lot of um the the other people you were interviewing kind of were more were bringing in parts of of different conversations that you weren't maybe expecting about their careers
0: um i think i guess one thing i would say just to that uh, question is like it just when i interviewed 100 people it's just incredible the different career paths that there is. You know, I think maybe when I was coming out of uni, maybe graduates are different. They kind of go, oh, I could be, I could work as a lawyer and there's five types of lawyer I could be, or I don't know, I could, you know, there's maybe five or 10 different career options for my degree or whatever. But like just interviewing the 100 people, they did so varied, things you know that guy started up a hostel in peru like a 200-bed hostel he now owns a whiskey bar in sydney he did the same pretty much the same bcom that i did and he worked for a big accounting firm pwc and that guy's career is so different from what i did and like i give you another example my um my graduate intake in that company pwc for my tiny little consulting department was I think nine people and those nine people who did the exact same three-year training program like the career paths that we've gone on is so different you know even in that one tiny sub niche and I don't think like people in your 20s realize that like you can do whatever you want or you can go and model your career on someone who is Set up this 180 bed hostel in Peru or whiskey bar. People might go, oh, yeah, but I have a finance degree or a lawyer or I'm a doctor. You know, I couldn't set up a whiskey bar in Sydney. Of course you could. You know, there's people who have done these things. You just need to find them and kind of you can easily do the same thing. I think people go, oh, I'm a lawyer. I can only do law. That's rubbish, you know. So so that was one of the big things that I realized coming out of the book, you know, how one decision when you're 24 or 25 or 28 can totally change the next 10 years of your career, you know. So don't like don't kind of limit yourself to one thing or one career path or one type of company because you can do absolutely anything. And I think. Yeah, try and, try and listen to what people have done in their careers, you know. Um, if you can't get a promotion or you can't change careers, let's say you want to change careers to go from being a doctor to a physio and you're like, oh, I'm finding it hard. You know, there's a million people who have done that. Well, thousands of people who have done that before. Just find those people, you know, figure out how they've done it and just do it. Whereas I think yeah, there's a bit of a confidence maybe issue or people go, oh yeah, but that's too hard. Or, you know, there's there's a lot of people who have done really cool things with their careers and you just need to find them, you know, for inspiration. I'm glad you brought up confidence because that was actually where my next question
1: was going to go anyway, because it's, it's the, the people in the book are, they're, they're obviously very, very capable people. They're very high achieving. They've done, you know, amazing things with their careers. It's very impressive to read. And I, I was interested to know what advice you've had for people who have confidence. You've already kind of semi-touched on that. But if there's someone listening here now who who feels completely lost and who who literally doesn't know which way to turn, what would be your your, your guidance
0: or your kind of tips for them? I think uh, LinkedIn is great, Keen. So, like, I think, so there's a great career exercise. It's called the New York University Career Tracks Exercise. And it's basically, I might get this slightly wrong, but it's find 50 job advertisements that you like to look of and then circle the kind of common things, you know, whether it's they're all big companies or they're all in a certain location or they all have a certain responsibility. And, you know, maybe 50 is overkill. But if you can, if you can get 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 job advertisements that you like to look of, and then kind of circle all the things that are, you know, coming up again and again and again. And it's it's really just using then process of elimination, right? So So I think even if you're lost, you might have some idea maybe of a potential area in careers that you might want to go down. And then get that area or one or two areas. Go and look for some job advertisements. You know, and you might be... Bit clueless starting off but once you go through 10, 15, 20, 30 job advertisements you might go oh that looks cool or this one looks cool and then just use that process of elimination and then once you have a bit of a list of things you go oh I think yeah I would like to kind of work with people or improve processes or blah 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 then type that role into LinkedIn and you'll start to find people's career paths. So I feel like All the people I talk to, I do a bit of coaching off the back of the book or a bit of mentoring. And a lot of people, they're vague, you know, they're like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. But, you know, you just need to kind of chip away at it. So, like, so maybe, maybe you're interested in project management. Maybe you're interested in physiotherapy. And then just explore, you know, what people do as physiotherapists, what people do as project managers. And then you might go, mm, project management doesn't sound for me, but I really like the sound of physio. And then I would type in physio into LinkedIn, find some people, and then reach out to them. Go, look, I'm really, uh, this seems to really appeal to me, uh, a career in physiotherapy. Could you just give me five or ten minutes just to tell me, you know, how your career has evolved? And slowly but surely, if you keep on doing that kind of thing, you'll build up more info and then you won't be so clueless, you know, because like a lot of people are clueless when it comes to a lot of things like going on holiday, building a house or buying a house, getting a mortgage. You're always clueless when you haven't done it before, but you start to figure it out bit by bit. And I think, you know, people just need to do that with their careers, you know, and do a bit of research. And I I kind of tell people to do some of this research, and I've always done lots of it myself. And they might go, "Oh, but oh, that's that might take me two or three hours, and that's a lot of work." I go, "Yeah, but you could be miserable for the next ten years if you don't do it. Like it's it's you know it's a big payoff if you do it." And they're like, "Yeah, I suppose so."
1: that's part one of our chat with paul murphy if you're interested in part two you can subscribe to the podcast and we'll be releasing that very soon if you're interested in following us on social media facebook twitter and tiktok is where you can find us at graduate compass in the meantime we'll speak to you soon bye-bye thank you for listening to this episode of graduate compass Remember, if there is a degree subject or specific industry you would like to be featured on any future episodes, then we would love to hear from you and know what you're trying to find out. Our email is info at graduatecompass.ie.